0: Bridge toll, California customer service number.
1: Highway miles to the gallon. Ford Focus.
0: Thailand cave rescue operation.
1: What is schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California.
0: Best Western hotels.
1: How old is Ronaldo? What happened
0: with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send How out save the How many games in the first series? Use IMAP.
1: Check email on other email clients Identify fonts from where to We were four Welcome to the.
0: Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to talk a little bit about SEO tools. Joining us is Noah Lerner, who is the product director at Two Octobers, which is a network of experts, teachers, and collaborators who take a human-centric approach to data-driven marketing and decision-making. Two October's services combine best-in-class execution with coaching and training to help marketers achieve extraordinary results. Yesterday, Noah and I talked about finding your place in SEO, including some of the APIs, automation, and SEO tools that he's learned how to weave together. And today we're going to continue the conversation talking about Google Search Console's API and why it's the new table stakes for SEOs. this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. All right, on with the show. Here's the second part of my conversation with Noah Lerner, product director at Two Octobers.
1: Noah, welcome back to the Voices of Search podcast. It was so great chatting with you yesterday. I just had to come back for round two.
0: You had to come back. We dragged you here kicking and screaming. There was no way we were going to let you get away. (laughs) Nice. For anybody who missed yesterday's episode, Noah walked through how he went from working at a bike shop to running a bike shop, agency, getting into web dev and then making the transition eventually to SEO. And now he's taken the problem solving skills that he learned working on bikes and he's applying them to weaving different data sources together to do a better job visualizing SEO data. So Noah, knowing that you've learned how to take all the SEO APIs that are out there, grab the data, put it in a database and start to visualize it, Talk to me about your biggest accomplishment. You know, What's the one thing that you're most proud of when it comes to this sort of data aggregation and, and automation play?
1: I think the biggest accomplishment is the Goldilocks solution that we've built, which we're calling Explore. And the reason why I'm calling it the biggest accomplishment is because there's a whole bunch of pieces to it. There's the data engineering part where we're able to take... Let's say you want to backfill the last 16 months worth of data. Our tool can do that in about five minutes flat, which is really quite fast. Not only that, but we made the administration of somebody's data pipeline to be pretty easy to manage inside of a Google Sheet. And then not only that, but we're able to get the data into Data Studio in a way that the data is really, really fast and really snappy so that you can go through 25 million rows of data and see it update within a second or two, whereas when you're using normal Data Studio charts, they're super slow to load. So the sweet spot is huge, massive quantities of data getting to actionable insights within a, just a couple seconds and also reimagining their performance tab in Search Console to be something that has tons and context. So you're not just seeing like one dimension with Symmetrics, but you're seeing the page and the query and average position at the combination of those two. And to me, that's just crazy, crazy powerful. That's kind of the feedback that I've gotten from a ton of people. Like I've demoed the tool a lot. And usually the look on people's faces is, you know, I think of it as like they look like they just got punched in the face. Like they're just blown away by how much data they can see and how fast the tool is.
0: It's interesting to me. You know, we talk about a Google Search Console's API. You know, I think of what's on Google Search Console as being directionally interesting. I understand if my site's being crawled, I can get a sense of what are the queries and position and rank. I never know what to do with half of this stuff and just doesn't seem very actionable. And I always look at it. I'm like, wow, this data is really powerful, but what do I do? So talk to me about, A, how you were able to make it so performant, and then B, what are some of the takeaways you can Glean from pulling data out of Google Search
1: Console? So, how did we make it so performant? So, the first thing that we did was we knew we had to get the data up into BigQuery or another database platform like it, because that as a data source would be screaming fast in Data Studio. So, learning all the technology to get the data from an API into BigQuery was kind of that sweet spot or the skill that was necessary. In terms of what we actually learned from looking at all the data, which is really the important part, and what how we make it actionable. There's a couple key areas that I think are really important to focus in on. The first is this concept of position bucketing, and that's where you can look at uh, the query and URL by position. And then we split up all the SERPs into different segments, whether it's page one, you know, positions one through 10, or striking distance which depending on the type of agency that we're working with it might be positions four through 15 if they're really all about getting stuff into the local pack or maybe in if they work mainly in organic then it's position six through 15. so position bucketing is like crazy powerful the next thing is this concept of striking distance which i just sort of alluded to is trying to find all the queries that are just on the edge of being super visible and being able to look at them, analyze them, and then understand what we need to do by adding content in meaningful ways on page to drive results for those. So that's striking distance. The third thing that I think is really killer and something I'm really proud of is this concept of multi-layered filtering. So you'll have your data and then have umpteen different ways to filter it really quickly So you can go from all of the data to actionable insights really quickly. So you'll have like the ability to filter by URL, by query, by words that are associated with being question terms, you know, terms, uh, search terms that start with question words, who, what, when, where, why, can I, should I, why should I, you know, those are some examples. Or words that are associated with different stages of the buyer's funnel. You know, whether it's the top, middle, or bottom of the funnel, or by impression volume, or by click volume, so that you can go through from all of the data to just a couple URLs or just a couple search terms. And we also use conditional formatting so that terms that meet certain conditions, whether it's lots of impressions and inside of a certain position range, those will be really bright on page to allow junior team members to have an easy time figuring out what to optimize. Does that make sense?
0: Hey, new guy, just look for the green ones and then go optimize those keywords in those pages. Oh,
1: Totally, that was the goal.
0: Yeah, okay. Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google, That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. So one of the things that sticks out to me is there's a lot of data that isn't necessarily super visible or filterable in Google Search Console. And one of the things that sticks out to me is I never know whether we're showing up in the local pack whether we're some sort of you know, rich featured snippet, it, can you pull that data out of Search Console and what are some of the things that you can learn from
1: it? Great question. So let's say in your Google My Business profile, I always love to use UTM links inside your GMB profile, both for the main link and also for Google Posts. And the reason why is it then makes that traffic trackable inside Search Console. There are some caveats though. If you're in mobile device, you can't see that that those impressions from the local pack inside a search console. Because if you look at the SERPs on a mobile device, it doesn't have that website link. So you can't see those impressions inside search console, which is totally maddening. So that was number one. You asked about local pack, and then you mm-hmm. can see that... Inside the performance tab, if you go from query pages over to the right search appearance, it'll give you an indication of what type of rich result you're getting that you're appearing in.
0: So for the people that are listening to this, they're not saying, all right, well, this sounds great. You could pull all this information out of Google Search Console using their APIs. You're throwing in it into BitQuery, and then you're using Google Data Studios to visualize it why am I not doing this myself? What were the big challenges that you ran into building this tool? And why is it something that every SEO that understands a little bit about APIs and some of the platforms that Google has can't build on their own?
1: The data engineering side of it is really difficult. And when I say it's really difficult, it's like hundreds of hours of learning in order to be able to not only like make an API request to ask Google a question for it to return some data to you, but to make that application item potent, which is a word that was taught to me by a guy named Dale McGeorge. And what it means is having a piece of software that if you have it do the same thing 100 times is gonna get the same results all 100 times. When you're talking about data pipelining, that data has to be accurate. And so to make it totally accurate, You have to build it in a way that heals itself. Like if it forgets to grab data from one day, the next day when that tool runs, it needs to go check and see if there's any gaps in the data. And then it needs to fill in the gaps. Like doing all of that weird edge case problem solving is really hard. And it takes a long time to learn how to solve those types of problems. I think that that's the reason why there are all these data pipelining companies that are charging Just an exorbitant amount of money. It's like hundreds of dollars per month, depending on which service you go with. And part of what we're doing is partnering with a company called Jepto so that you can get a search console pipeline piped into your BigQuery database at a cost of like $10 per month through Jepto. And then we're transforming that data to make it more actionable for a cost of $10 per month. So it's like really reasonably priced.
0: So is the tool available publicly? Is it a a trial basis? Where can people get get access to it?
1: Great question. So there's two versions. Version one is something that we've been installing for other agencies for the past bunch of months. And that's something folks should just reach out to me directly on Twitter about or send me an email. And then version two is almost done. We should have it done and launched in August which is super exciting because we've been working on it for the past six months or so. But we do have a, a page on our site, which I'll share with you, Ben. And then if folks want to get notified when it's available, they can just sign up on a list and we'll reach out when it's ready.
0: Awesome. I'm going to go ahead and spill the beans here. It's twooctobers.com slash two-octobers-explorer-4-search. And I will uh, we'll, we'll try to put a link in the the show notes. So if you look in the show notes, hopefully we'll make the migration from me talking to that end up in our show notes. All right, Noah, I appreciate you coming on the show, telling us a little bit about some of your work and how you're grabbing some data out of Google search console and making it more usable for everyone.
1: Yeah, it's been a hoop and I'm really glad that I had the opportunity.
0: All right. That wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Noah Lerner, product director at Two Octobers. If you'd like to get in touch with Noah, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter, where his handle is Noah Lerner, N O A H L E A R N E R. You can visit his company's website, which is Two Octobers. And if you're interested in the Explorer product by Two Octobers, it's twooctobers.com slash two dash octobers dash dash four dash search or hopefully there's a link in our show notes as well if you want to check that out. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T.